Star Walker Studios presents Game Master's Journey, your multidimensional RPG podcast. Hello, fellow gamer. Welcome to episode 234 of Game Master's Journey. I'm your host, Lex Starwalker. On this show, we discuss the craft and the art of game mastering. I've been running RPGs for over 26 years now, and I produce this show in the hopes that you can benefit from my experience, my triumphs, and my mistakes. In this actual play episode of my Hinterlands of Alandria D&D campaign, Wall, the Azamar Paladin of Alandra, is visited in a dream by his mother, Alira, Angel of Alandra. She brings Wall some important information that will likely be useful to him and the rest of the player characters. So if you are a new listener of the show, welcome to Game Master's Journey. This is an actual play episode, but a lot of the episodes of the show are not actual play and are regular discussion episodes. If you are a new listener, I highly recommend that you go back to the beginning of this campaign. It'd probably uh, be a little difficult uh, jumping in right now this far into it. So this campaign began all the way back in episode 184, which was the first behind the screen episode. In the behind the screen episodes, I talk about the campaign from the GM's perspective and and share uh, my thoughts as the GM of the campaign. And in episode 184, I give an introduction to the world of Primordia. Episode 195 was the first prelude of the campaign. I did a prelude with each of the players in which I I helped them flesh out their character a little bit. And then the first session with the entire party together was episode 204, session one, Into the Wilds. So today we have Brett playing Wall, the protector Azamar, Oath of the Crown, Paladin of Alandra, goddess of civilization and knowledge. And Wall has the Knight of the Order background. So the Protector Azamar comes from Volo's Guide to Monsters. Oath of the Crown Paladin comes from Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. And the Knight of the Order background also comes from Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. And Wall is currently level six. And I think that's everything you need to know for today's session. So without further ado, let's move into Primordia and resume our adventure. Yeah, man. Cool. So, so I'm kind of excited to do this today. Um, Sweet. Because <laughs> there, there are just Sorry. so many things I've been sitting on. <laughs> and I can't reveal everything today, unfortunately. Right. Right. At least a few little tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I wanted to do this ASAP um, before, I don't know, you, you got too deep into making plans <laughs> okay. after... Um, after went what went down because that was actually some information I was not intending to release this early, but oh, sometimes players 
do things you don't expect, like <laughs> cast zone of truth and then start asking NPCs hard questions. Or <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Or actually, no, that was that was something else. Um, yeah, I was I was hoping the whole thing about Dahlia's secret mission would be a secret for longer than it was. But but yeah, the zone of truth kind of took care of that. What was Dahlia's secret mission? Well, that she was actually sent by the, the queen to effectively spy on you guys. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And, and at some point, the queen is going to ask her questions and expect answers. And Right. Yeah, I thought it would be a long time before that came out. Nope, nope. First session, she was there. <laughs> Oops. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> Um, oh no, I remember what it was. The whole thing about the founders being killed. That that was oh, something yeah, that came up out of nowhere. Yeah, that was something I wasn't planning on you guys finding out till you returned to the city. Oh, okay. Um, but kind of one thing led to another with the sending stone. And um yeah, and and so then I was like, Well, now now Wall's gonna really be um motivated to go back to town. <laughs> Get back. Right, right, right. Yeah, even though his mom's not not part of it, he assumes. Yeah, um, yeah. He's still he's still in protector mode. Right, right. Um, so for today, so this is basically taking place like where we left off with the whole group okay. until like the following morning, because then the next day you guys are going to go escort Miguel to the witch. Oh, so, so we I'm have really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So we have that time to play with. Um, so was there anything you wanted to do like that evening, uh, before you like go to bed basically? Um, so this is after the, the tree grew and, um, the dryad showed up and all that, right. all that went down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, I don't think there's anything else that, that you would want to do before the long rest. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or, or if there's just something that you've been wanting to do with your character, this, you know, that would be nice to do when there's not five other people waiting on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got to, uh, I got to find Kravitz. So that's, yeah, uh, I think that was the big thing that I wanted to do. Awesome. So, and I think I, I, yeah, I think I spoke to him a bit before before the long rest so i don't need to do that again okay cool yeah we we didn't really role play it but yeah um <laughs> you did talk to him a little bit kind of got to know him yeah and he he seems really happy to be your your steed so yeah oh that's right because uh yeah wall's going to bed with with lots and lots of questions on his brain oh i thought you were gonna name an npc i'm like what He's going to bed with who? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about this. this is new oh, scene. by the way, yeah, <laughs> or a PC. I don't know. <laughs> or a PC. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows away. what what you guys do behind my back? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's gonna pair off. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about uh, um, fear and uh, Larissa, but but I don't know. Oh, uh, you never know. Because because fear said she or Danielle said fear was jealous. So, yeah, yeah. I think that was that more was like a like a best friend kind of jealous. But yeah, yeah curious yeah. to see how that goes. That's what I assumed, but you know, <laughs> also I can't Walt, remind, so <laughs> <laughs> Wall's getting a little nervous about how Larissa is treating Miguel too. 
Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. what he's thinking about when he goes to bed. Yeah, that's a nice conflict there in the party mm-hmm. over Miguel. See what see what you've wrought? Wasn't that your idea? It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in an effort to save Carl, I blew up the party. Yeah, and you know, it's funny when I came up with the NPC, um, you know, I I of course I I love doing morally gray stuff. So, I considered you know, I'm like maybe maybe have him guilty of a crime that's not where you guys might argue whether he deserves the the sentence he got or whatever. Right. But then I was like, you know what? There's enough going on in this campaign. I was like, I'm going to make it really black and white. Like he did something really bad. And, and then, you know, there won't be any debating what we should do. And yeah, <laughs> they're still debating. Still doing it. Still doing it. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm like, Oh, cool. We still get some conflict between the characters about how, how Miguel should be handled and treated. And yep. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, I'm glad I didn't spend a ton of time coming up with like personality and accent for him because I would not get to use it. <laughs> I, I was giving Danielle a hard time because she's like, he will be tied up and gagged at all times. I'm like, well, what about that accent I've been working on? And <laughs> yeah, I heard you saying that. I'm like, oh, Lex isn't going to have a chance to do anything with this guy. Nope, I haven't. Um, not until not until Larissa decided to talk to him. Right. So so that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, well, if there's nothing else you want to do, um, we can kind of fast forward to when you go to, to bed that night. Okay. Um, and you, I'm trying to think you guys slept under the tree, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We slept before we came back. Yeah. So you're not like (laughs) exhausted anymore, Um, but you're probably still like a little sleep deprived. You know, it it takes more than one sleep to catch up when you're, Plus, I imagine being out in the out in the forest for lo- much longer than we thought we were. Um, yeah. He's probably been on edge the whole time, so he's he's happy to be back within the walls for a while. Yeah. So so you go to sleep, and you're you're grateful to not be in fairy anymore when you go to sleep, or are <laughs> you? <laughs> That's kind of up in the air. It is. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Um, but you, you are able to get to sleep and you do start having a dream. Um, right away, this dream kind of reminds you of the strange dreams you had while you were in fairy, uh, because it's so vivid and seems real. You, you find yourself standing out in the village green, uh, underneath this, this new tree. Um, which in your dream is, is still noticeably growing. Like you can just sit there and watch the thing grow and you're, you're standing in front of this tree and and you kind of are looking around and you actually have probably this moment of, uh, disorientation and maybe even dread as at first, maybe you think, Oh crap, I'm, I'm in fairy again because the dream seems so real and so vivid. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you're not sure you're in the village. It kind of, it kind of feels like a, a normal dream, except it, it does seem really vivid and real. And you're aware of the fact that you're dreaming, which, which might be unusual for a wall. I, I don't know. Um, and you see a, a figure standing under the tree and, um, you know, kind of in the way of dreams at, at first you're kind of a ways away. And then suddenly you're, you're standing right in front of her and you realize that it's your mother and she's standing, she's kind of 
kind of uh, turned away from you a little bit and she's got her hand on the trunk of the tree and she's kind of looking up at it and she becomes aware of you standing kind of a little behind her and to the side and, and she turns around and you feel a moment of surprise because she looks the way you remember her looking um, before the breaking, um, before she started aging and um, kind of deteriorating in a way. Um, the last time you actually saw her, she'd um, she'd become aging, like or she'd begun aging like she was mortal. She'd look like she was maybe, I don't know, in her 40s or something. Yeah. Um, and, and there's still the whole thing with your dad dying and the fact that she didn't bring him back. And, and you're still a little kind of iffy on what was up with that. Um, and you've probably been a little worried about her because you definitely could tell that she'd lost something. She'd lost some power. She was aging now. She seemed more mortal. She seemed more, uh, vulnerable. And now you see her and she looks the way you remember from her, from your childhood. Um, do you, do you have any ideas like what your mother looks like as far as like hair color, eye color, anything like that? Um, no, I, I had envisioned, so, so wall has kind of olive skin with black hair and, and blue eyes. So I imagine her, her traits would have been the dominant of the two. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so yeah, we'll say that she has kind of the same complexion as you. Well, actually I think, uh, being a Deva, her complexion is actually kind of silvery. Silvery. Okay. Okay. Let me check. I, I remember there's something weird going on. Do they say something yeah. specific about it? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, silvery skin. Oh, okay. Hair and eyes gleam with an unearthly luster. So maybe you got your skin color more from your dad. Possibly. Okay. So, so yeah, she's got like kind of that almost like alabaster complexion, um, mm-hmm. like super white and and there's kind of a almost a glow like a silvery almost like a moonlight kind of glow to her skin um her hair is is dark black like yours um very like lush and and shiny um she's got uh, piercing blue eyes like like wall does um but yeah she looks like you remember her looking when you were younger um when when you first look at her you know, you might think, oh, this is a girl maybe in her 20s um, because her her face looks very young. Um, she looks very fit. But then when you kind of look a little closer, um, she it, it gets like you're not sure how, how old she is because she looks very young at first glance. But then her eyes have a, a wisdom and a presence about them that, that someone so young normally wouldn't have. Um, and the more you look into her eyes, you get the feeling that, that she's much older than you might even imagine. Um, and you remember this, you know, growing up with, with this woman, I mean, this is the mother you remember the, the person she become in recent years was almost a stranger to you. Hmm. Um, so she, she looks like you remember, she looks, um, young again, she looks strong. Um, her, her wings are kind of, uh, relaxed behind her. Um, which a lot of times growing up, uh, she would take a, cause she can kind of change her shape however she wants. So she would take a, like a more human like form. Like she would look the same. She just wouldn't have the wings and her skin wouldn't glow and, 
<laughs> and all that stuff. But she's in her full, like, natural form. Okay. And she kind of studies you for a moment as you study her for a moment. And she says, she says, Wall, it's, it's good to see you again. You as well, mother. What? You look well. You look very, very. I'm. Wait. <laughs> I pause. Take a deep breath. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I've I've gotten too used to that accent. Um, you look well. <laughs> oh, thank you. I I feel I feel well. I'm I'm sorry. It's been so long since I've I've seen you. And and actually, last time you saw your mother was over two years ago, um, which was before you had that strange vision that you had. Um, and the last time you saw her, she'd said that, that she had to leave. She didn't say where she was going, but she said it might be a while and not to worry. Um, you didn't at the time guess it would be two years, but, <laughs> um, and she says, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've been gone so long. She said, as, as you probably noticed, I was weakening um, something, something happened with the, the breaking, something, something has disrupted the, the connection of the gods with this world. And so I found myself deteriorating. I, I had to return to the, to the celestial planes and, and regain my strength. I'm, I'm sorry. It's been so long. I kind of lost track of time. I've been very so, busy. I under, yeah, certainly. So are you, are you back? No, no, this is, uh, this is a dream. I'm afraid. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get back for, for some time. I'm still recovering and there is much that our, our lady wishes me to do here. You're with her. Yes. Yes. I am. I'm in her realm on the celestial planes. There is uh, there is much turmoil up here. Did I? I'm sorry, Lex. Um, yeah. Did I dream the dream that I had with the about the gods receding? Yeah, that was here in Dianar's Rest, right? When the when the shield turned into a, a magical shield. Yes, yes. You had okay. a you had <clears throat> another vision or dream a couple years ago. Um, that I gave you in the email. I'm trying to remember. Right. That, that was the one I think you saw, like the breaking of the world. Okay. And let me check my email. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause, cause you've had two different ones and it's easy to confuse them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I would have already talked to her about feeling, um, feeling Alondra moving away. Well, probably not because the even the, the earlier dream you had, um, you haven't seen her since then. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So, five years ago, when the breaking happened, was when uh, she got sick for a while, right? And then after that, she started aging. Um, and then two years ago was when your your father died, and um, that's when your mother gave you the shield. And when you first took the shield, that's when you had your first vision and you saw the goddess Alondra holding the city Alondria in her hands. Uh, her breath was forming a, a dome around the city, which mm-hmm. you understood that to be the hand of Alondra that protects the city. 
and you saw all these horrible things outside of that barrier, like waiting to get in. Um, and you saw that the barrier was weakening. Um, so that's the vision you had like two years ago. Okay. Okay. And then the more recent one was the one where you saw the storm and you saw the guys in the cloaks do something bad. And, (laughs) (laughs) and then all, yeah, all the, all the like funnel clouds or whatever. And then each one had, had a, uh, felt like I had the presence of one of the deities and they were retreating as. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I've, I've, I've had some dreams, mother. Um, I've had a dream. First, oh, what do you think of this tree? It is, it is very interesting. She says, this is, this is something no one predicted would happen. Certainly nothing my friends and I predicted. Um, I, I worry about bringing, uh, I don't worry about Dianara coming so close, but I worry about the Fae, uh, about how this, this village will, will survive in the Fae. Um, I suppose that's something for another time. Um, the shield you gave father, um, I've been, I've been practicing his accent. I, I, when I, when you left and I, I, went to to join the queen's guard i thought it would be better to kind of honor him with with his uh with his accent and it it seems to have had a side effect where um people tend to talk more around me and not necessarily think i'm paying attention or understanding completely um it seems the people I travel with are very interesting. Um, have you seen them? She says a bit. I've I've looked in from from time to time when I could. Very interesting. Very interesting ties. Um, two of them in particular seem very very tied to, to Dianara. This is uh, how we've gotten this tree. Um, very curious to see how all this transpires. Your shield. That, that's what I was going to say. Father's shield that you gave him. And, and in turn gave it to me after he died. It's changed. Did you expect that? How, how has it changed? It has, for lack of a better word, taken on a life of its own. It's, um, it seems of its own accord to be intent on protecting me and anybody I choose to protect. She says the she says the shield is an ancient item crafted by Alondra herself. I believe I now that it was never meant for your father. I, I believe it was always meant for you. Though I, I did not know that long ago when I first gave it to your father. D- so it, it didn't show any of these these uh hours before when when he used it some of them but but not all it it has it has begun to awaken more in in your possession which is partly how i i came to understand that it it is 
it is really your shield and always has been. Thank you. Thank you for giving it to me. Um, will you be coming back? Not for a while. There, there is much to do for me here. Mm. And as things stand now, anytime I return to your world, I, I will suffer from the same effects that I did before. So how will we, can we reverse that? She says perhaps, but that is a a question for a later day. Mm. She says the reason I am here is not just a, a personal one, but I've been sent by our lady to inform you of, of certain things. There is, there is information that you need and that your companions need for the days ahead. And sure. She says, unfortunately at this point, I must distance myself and speak to you, not as your mother, but as a messenger of our goddess. There are many things I would wish to tell you, but I have very strict instructions on what I am allowed to tell you and what I am not. I will not question my lady's wisdom. I trust that she knows what's best. And I have seen myself in observing this world that there, there is a time and place for everything. And sometimes even the right information given at the wrong time can be disastrous. So I apologize. Much of what I say to you tonight will probably not make much sense to you, but trust that in the days that, that follow, uh, hopefully it will make more sense. And she kind of smiles. <laughs> of course. Um, she says, you have a destiny, my son. And now that I see you again, I, I can see it upon you. I can see Dianara's hand on you. I wonder Dianara's if it, hand? Or, I'm sorry, Alondra's hand on you. It's the tree. I understand. I, I wonder that I, that I never saw it before. Perhaps, perhaps this is something new or perhaps it's something that's until recently been hidden from my eyes, but you, you have been touched by our goddess. She has a job for you to do. I suppose you could say probably more than one job. I can tell you that your companions are special as well, though they, they each have been touched by different gods. Every one of you have been have been blessed and each of you have a part to play in the the drama that is unfolding around us the shield and she points and and the shield is suddenly in your hand you don't remember if it was before or not but now it is she says the the shield is part of your destiny it is part of you in a way this tree as well i think is somehow connected many of the gods came from very long long ago uh dianara was was one of them as as was many other of the gods oh but i i see 
but the gods left that realm and and forged realms of their own when when they became the gods of this world i'm unsure what the consequences of this will be in the future but for now it is still and she looks up at the tree it is still a thing in transition this this tree is drawing fairy and this world closer together and ultimately they will be intertwined this process could take days it could take years it could take centuries i i can't say oh okay as for whether that will be good or ill like like so many things it depends <laughs> yes <laughs> She says, if, if you have questions, ask them. I will answer if I can. Will, will, draw, will drawing fae, um, the Feywild closer to, to us, is this going to happen across the land? Or will it be isolated to just this area? It, it will be limited to a, a certain area as, as the tree grows and grow stronger that area will grow hmm. okay this, this tree serves sort of like an anchor holding fairy and primordia together more closely than they normally would be is this how it used to be long long ago but before the time of the gods it is said that fairy and primordia were one were one plane I see. Something happened which separated them. This tree and, and others like it uh, serve to, to anchor the two together. So in, in these areas, they, it, it is much like it was in ancient times when, when they were one, one plane. And we don't know what, what caused the, the, the separation of the two. She says it it has something to do with with magic and and how magic came to be uh, came to be defined, I suppose would be the word. Mm, okay. The the knowledge is known to Alondra and some who follow her, but but I am not currently in possession of all the details. It was long, long, long ago. What what does what task does Alondra need of me, of my, of my friends? She says, ultimately, it, it will fall upon you to, to heal the world and to hopefully undo the damage that a few fools have done. But That's a daunting task. It is, and the time is not yet for, for that. You and your friends are, are not ready um, there will be many challenges to overcome before you need to worry about that. For now, I would say to to follow your your judgment and to vanquish evil as you see it and as you encounter it. I have a little pocket of evil that I'm prepared for. Yes, there there is a stench of the abyss about this place. Yes. Um, I, I am aware and, and fully prepared to deal with that. And, and you see her looking, uh, kind of North 
northward as, as she says that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have a feeling you could probably draw a line along her gaze to wherever those <laughs> demons are coming from. <laughs> I make a mental note of exactly where she's pointing. Okay, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, to, she, she kind of read. She kind of seems to kind of get lost in that for a second, and then she kind of shakes herself out of it. And she says, "Yes, that it would be a good thing to to deal with that for sure." That is something we. That is something we will certainly um, take on. I, I know your time is limited. Um, I, I'm hearing word that that the founders of Alondria are being assassinated. Yes, this is this is disturbing news. I had some friends among them. Do you know who we've lost? She says I I do. Um, oh boy, <laughs> probably not going to be able to find it. <laughs> um, One of these days, I am going to organize my notes into some kind of digital searchable. Where's, what's the fun in that? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, come on. I just saw it. Oh, here we go. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I'm unfortunately I'm not going to have names for you because that's in a okay. book I don't have with me right now. Oh, okay. uh, but but she basically tells you that uh, the queen of Faleel, which is the nearby elf city, well, relatively speaking, <laughs> the closest elf city, um, as well as uh, the dwarf king of of the nearest dwarven hold, um, have have both been assassinated. Um, they they were among the founders. Uh, she is a little concerned, um, about the, the rest of them. Um, one, one of the founders who was, uh, one of the, the Queens of Alondria from, from way back. Um, I mean, she's died of, of natural causes long ago. Uh, but there is still, uh, Selenia, uh, the silver dragon, um, who, uh, is, Presumably still alive, and uh, uh, Averiana, the the wind elf uh, wizard, uh, is presumably still alive somewhere out there. Uh, so, yeah, she says that that's that's very disturbing, and we believe is part of of a larger problem there. There is some agent of great evil at work in the world right now. Whoever it is or whatever it is, it is able to avoid our detection, which suggests that it is it is working uh, with the support of, of one of the gods themselves. That is the only way that Alondra herself would be unable to learn what she wants to learn. Which oh. god this may be, we don't know. Although there are a couple obvious suspects. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, there are two of the gods that, that have never 
uh, gotten along with the rest um, as, as much as the others do. Uh, one is Desmar, god of misfortune and disease. And the other is Vorkoth, god of murder and assassination. Mm. This agent could be working at the behest of, of either of them or, or perhaps both. And this is a big part of the reason why I must be careful what I tell you. As, as I said, you and your friends have, have been blessed and uh, each of you has the interest of, of one of the gods. Uh, you have the interest of Alondra and she has put her hand upon you and blessed you. Within each of you, you have a a seed, you could say. As you develop the seed, as the seed begins to grow, your power will grow. But also, the hand of Alondra upon you will become more obvious. I believe you and your friends right now are safe or as safe as anyone can be from whatever this thing is that is killing the founders. But as you explore your powers, as you grow that seed, there will come a point where you will be a beacon to whatever this thing is and, and others like it. So that's why it's important that you not go too far too fast before you're able to protect yourself. I understand. Is there something we can do in the meantime? Is there, I mean, we have, we, I believe we're planning to return to Alondria to, to learn more about this soon. At least that was, um, that was the plan when I went to sleep. Um, <laughs> I, Relaying this information may change that that plan. We 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 do have some unfinished tasks we have to we have to complete here before we go back. Um, is is there is there a point to going back to Alondria right now? She says that eventually, I'm I'm sure you will need to. As as for what as for what Our Lady wishes of you, I, I can tell you that. The city is very important to her. And I can tell you that this village that you're in is, is very important to the city. Alondria is, is suffocating, uh, being strangled by overpopulation, famine, disease. It needs to be able to expand again. This village is the best chance of that right now. Okay. Anything that, that you and your friends can do to secure this village will be a good thing. And, of course, there's that stench of the abyss to the north. Dealing with that would be a good thing That will well. be dealt with. This I promise it will be dealt with. As um, for avoiding the eye of these servant or servants of these god or gods that, that are working against us, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I was given the impression by Alondra that if you follow the path, if if you allow your abilities to develop naturally, that 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 is the safest course. However, if I tell you too much, 
if I lead you too far too quickly, it could lead in disaster. I think she impressed this upon me, partly because I, I am your mother and I will confess to a temptation to tell you more than I probably should. <laughs> I understand. Thank you. I can't say to, to build as much of a bond with these people that you travel with as you can. They, they've each been gifted in their own way. I, I believe personally that together you will be more than a match for whatever it is that's destroying the founders and, and working to, to continue and even accelerate the breaking of the world. The founders are isolationists. They, they are old, they are powerful, they are wise, but they are also isolated and alone, which makes them much easier to eliminate one by one. You and your friends will, will not be so. You will have each other to protect one another. Hopefully that will make you a, a, a tougher nut to crack. <laughs> she says one of the founders, uh, Avriana, the, the wind elf, she is especially aloof and isolated. Where My is she? I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. My guess is she will be the last one left. She's not been seen in centuries. There may come a time where you may want to seek her out. Very in awesome. the meantime, though, you, you have some challenges immediately in front of you. And, and I have been given authorization uh, to give you some tools to help you. And um, she reaches out and pulls out of thin air uh, a scabbarded, a scabbarded, <laughs> I think that's a word, a <laughs> uh, sword, uh, which she presents to you. Um, you instantly recognize the blade. It looks identical to the one that your mother carries. Oh. Um, which kind of like blows your mind because you, as far as you know, only angels wield these blades. Angels of Alondra. Um, and uh, as she hands it to you, she, she says this blade as, as your shield was uh, created by Alondra herself. Uh, the scabbard, however, is, is something I, I made with, with a mother's hands. And um, if you go to the magic item folder, they should be in there. <laughs> oh, um, magic item folder. There's the angel blade of Alondra and the scabbard of Alira. Uh, so the sword is of celestial adamantine, just like your shield. It's like this very um, shiny, almost mirror-like silvery metal. Whoa. Um, the cross guard looks like uh, angel wings spread out. And the scabbard is uh, dark leather with uh, celestial adamantine um, working around it in reinforcement and they, they both have uh, magical properties. Wow. She says this blade especially should, should uh, be a significant boon against any demons that you encounter. It especially uh, enjoys cutting their flesh. It enjoys it. <laughs> I well, see. I, I'm being perhaps a, a bit poetic, but okay. it's especially good at it. Let's say that. <laughs> Did you uh, find thank those? Thank you, mother. I do. I have them here. 
Uh, thank you very much, Mother. This will this will benefit everybody. She says, "Well, I I have presented them them to you, uh, but they are yours. Uh, especially the sword is is yours by birthright, just as the shield was. This isn't your sword, is it? No, no, it's merely a, a twin to it. I see. Many many of Alondra's angels wear wield blades like these." So they tend to have different properties in the hands of a mortal than in that of an angel. I don't know what to say. Um, I, I thank you. She says, wield it in, in service of Alondra. Always. Speaking of Alondra, I don't know. I don't know again. I don't, I don't presume to, to overstep. Um, but some information has, has come to us. What do you know of Ido Alondra? Uh, Ido was one of Alondra's avatars. We have reason to believe that she's in the mountains near here. Not near, sorry. From here. She would be a powerful ally if you can find her. I hope to head that way after we deal with everything around here. Very well. You you see your mother. I mean, you you know her pretty well. She's your mother. <clears throat> so so you see her considering, and you imagine she's trying to decide whether or not to tell you something. Um, Don't tell me anything that would get you into trouble. <laughs> she says, "We would be interested in what you would discover if you went to seek out Ido. She's been out of contact for some time." Hmm. Very well. She says, I understand you, you had a vision. You saw the beginning of the breaking. I did. What you saw was a group of foolish mortals playing with something they didn't understand. By doing so, not only did they begin the breaking of the world, not only did they weaken the reality uh, that holds Primordia together, uh, leading to all these interplanar rifts opening. But they have also disrupted the connection that the gods have with this land. That was part of the vision. I, I, I felt that the gods were, were moving away from, from their placements. So far, it, it's, it hasn't been completely cataclysmic hasn't been completely irreversible. The, the gods can, can still answer the prayers of their followers. They can still grant powers to those like you who, who can wield them, but their influence over the world is slowly waning. Their ability to observe what happens here is diminishing. If this is allowed to continue, not only will the breaking ultimately destroy the world, but it will separate it from the gods as well. Oh, and this is also tied in with magic, of course. Naturally. There's tied in, much tied in with magic as it's as it's um as it manifests, or is is the the magic that created this, is this uh made by mortals, or was it something twisted? The magic 
The magic was created by the gods, but it has been disrupted by mortals. Oh, so so as as Alondra and the others move further away, is there a possibility that magic will move further and further away? It is possible. It's it's very complicated, but the relationship of the gods with this world, with fairy in in this world, with the other planes in this world are, are all, all interconnected and all related to the weave of magic and how magic manifests and, and is even uh, in existence. All, all of this is in jeopardy right now. It's, it's impossible right now to say what could happen. Magic could become wild and unpredictable or it could fail altogether. Already in the world, there are regions where this has happened but it could become more widespread. Oh, okay. Um, so, so that's a priority from a mortal perspective. You do have some time. These things (laughs) tend to happen on a scale of centuries or even millennia. However, the, the more time that goes on before the breaking is stopped, the harder it will be to fix or to stop. It has been okay. slowed, but it it's still ongoing. Is there hmm, it, the hand of Alondria that or Alondra that that protects Alondria? Um, part of my dream, I I feel like that's fading. Is the city in danger? Not right now. I I believe what you were seeing is is a hint of of a possible future. The okay. the hand of Alondra was crafted by the goddess herself. It it is a very powerful magic. It it will be one of the last magics to fail, but if this goes unchecked, eventually even it too will fail as the gods are are shut off completely from this world. <clears throat> okay. But for now that's not something you you need to <laughs> be concerned about. <laughs> literally the weight of the world. <laughs> <clears throat> she says, be, be concerned now with the, the obstacles in front of you. Small steps. That's right. One step at a time. <laughs> Very good. And for us, we will continue to try to discover, uh, who this, uh, mystery agent is and what God they are serving. When I pray, when I pray to Alondra, I, I feel I'm speaking to her, whether she responds or not. Is there, is there a way I can reach out to you? Yes, you, you can pray to me as, as you do Alondra and, and I will hear you. Okay. It was not always so when I was in the, in Primordia, but, but now I'm, that I'm back on the celestial plane. I, I can hear prayers again. I have to admit, I miss you. I miss you too, my son. And hopefully when this is all settled, uh, things will return back to normal and I, I can return to Alondria. Look forward to it. This is really an amazing tree. It is. There are not many of them. Whatever comes of it, I, I think you and your friends did a good thing here. I hope so. Although it may uh, 
may make things a little more complicated. <laughs> it might upset some people. <laughs> it may have upset some people. We'll, we, we will see. <clears throat> she says there, there is one last thing. This, this place where we are right now, this, this place of dreams. Be careful here if you return on your own. This is a, a buffer of sorts between the material world and fairy. I mm. believe that which hunts you and is hunting the founders hunts this realm as well. You may be even easier to detect here than you are in Primordia. So be careful. I will. And your friends too. I'll let them know. How did I get here? Well, I brought you here this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, where, where is here? Are we, we're not, uh, we're not speaking on the celestial plane. This is a, a dream. Yes. So it, I suppose you could call it the world of dreams. It is its own plane oh. in a way. Oh, is, is there knowledge to be had here or is it just a means of speaking? Uh, you, you can learn things here. Uh, the physical world is, is reflected here. Oh, I see. It can be useful for uh, reconnaissance, communication. Oh. But as I said, it is, it is dangerous, so be careful. Yes. Try not to shine your light too brightly while you're here. <laughs> I will do my best. <laughs> she says, well, if... If you have no other questions, I, I will let you return to your rest. You, you will not rest properly while you're here. I see. Um, Brad consults his notes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll look at mine and make sure I told you everything <laughs> I meant to tell you. Let's see. Oh, I almost forgot. Um, she said, uh, be, be careful who you trust in the guild. The hmm. guild is a noble institution created by good and well-intentioned people. However, but centuries have gone by and factions have grown within it. Not all so noble was it the guild or was it members of the guild that caused this? I saw cloaks. I saw, I saw colors that represented adventures from the guild. It was. And as and an angel players <laughs> and as Sorry. an angel of the goddess of knowledge, I will tell you that the, the leadership in the guild knows of this. They're they have, aware of who did it. They are. And they have been less than honest with the people of Primordia by not taking responsibility for what they've wrought. Indeed, they, they are attempting to fix the problem, which is laudable, mm. but they have not admitted that they were the cause of it. Now those, those who did this thing are a member of a rogue faction and have since been disowned and uh, banished from the guild, but they did wear its colors when they did this thing and it's unknown how much influence they still have 
and how many members of the guild secretly uh, follow their way of thinking. The guild was created to foster cooperation amongst the various peoples of the world to study and preserve magic, to protect the bastions of civilization. But there are those who believe they, because they have the power, they should use it to rule more directly. All right. These people will likely uh, set themselves against you once they learn what you're about. So be careful. Fairly quickly, do you expect? Probably not. Okay. Drinda, you can trust. The wet rest, I'm, I'm not so sure about. All right. I'll keep a wither eye out. Oh, and she gives you one other piece of information. This, she actually doesn't tell you. She actually looks around as if to see as if someone is listening. And then she touches two fingers to your forehead. And as she does so, you just have this flash of knowledge. And you know now that Druinda is actually a facade. Drinda is actually uh, Selenia, one of the founders in, in disguise. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Drinda was a real person, um, but she actually died to the Red Dragon. And Selenia took that opportunity to take her form as a scarred, blinded woman uh, to be able to still be part of the guild and observing what's going on without them knowing who she was. I see. And, and Selenia is a, a silver dragon. Silver dragon, right. And, and she's an ancient one. Like, she's thousands of years old. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, red dragon is in the red dragon whose offspring we slayed? slayed? Uh, yeah, actually, you, you didn't know that, but, but um, your mother oh. tells you <laughs> it, is, it okay. is indeed the same, the same red dragon. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, she's been, she's been a... a a problem in the region for a long time. <laughs> All right. We'll add her to the list. Yeah. <laughs> in time. Yeah. That's the same dragon that, uh, doesn't seem to like you very much. Nope. <laughs> she already knows us. And I, I'm, I'm 99% sure that she's more mad about us taking her treasure than killing her offspring. Yeah. The way she was running around with that open chest. Um, uh, your mother says knowing red dragons, that's probably a safe assumption. They're, they're not known for their, uh, sentimentality, <laughs> but, but they do hate, uh, being made fools of and being made to look weak. Yeah. We so, did a good job of that. Ki- killing, killing her son and taking his treasure, uh, did both pretty effectively. <laughs> yeah. All right. So she's she's out for blood for that. We already know that. That's okay. Um, interesting. Uh, is it best that I? Is it best that I keep Druinda's identity quiet for now? Especially since she is who she is. If somebody else is looking for her. Yes, it's it's probably best. Okay. 
I, I hate hiding information from the others, but this time I may have to for a little while. Well, I'll leave it up to your judgment whether to share it with your companions, but I definitely wouldn't beyond beyond them. Certainly. Very well. She says, uh, Drinda is aware of of your of your true nature. That's that's why she chose each of you. Oh. She was actually the first that was aware. She was aware before I was even aware. Although maybe if I'd seen you in recent years, I, I would have been, but I wasn't aware until Alondra herself told me and, and sent me here to talk to you. I, I, I take on my father's accent again and I say, well, I've been trying to stay low, be more subtle. I don't know if that's helped, but she says, um, I, I have one other piece of advice to give you. And she kind of smiles at this point. <clears throat> she says, uh, she says, don't take your companion Marcos too lightly. He like the one who has touched him, uh, can often come off as, uh, not serious, perhaps even silly. Um, distracted. <laughs> how how do you say stoned out of his mind? Yes, that's the term. Yes. However, among all the gods, Ganj is usually the one who sees the writing on the wall before anyone else. If Marcos is anything like him, he 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 may have uh, valuable insights and intuitions from time to time. Take them seriously. I will. I will. Ganja is a lot of fun at parties and <laughs> he cracks us up. But when he starts talking serious, the, the gods listen. He, he has a gift for seeing things that are hidden. More gifts than just throwing beavers at things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> But I suspect each of your friends will will have uh, their own special gifts. Yeah, they seem like very special people. She says, well, I must go and you must get some real rest. Yes, we have a long day ahead of us. Um, thank you for this. Thank you for, for this. And I hold up the sword. It was my pleasure. Wield it well. I'll do my best. And I will see you soon. And she kisses you on the cheek and you wake up in your bed. I'm like, <laughs> I am not rested. It seems like only maybe an hour has gone by. Okay. So you still have a, a good amount of night left to sleep. First thing I do, I, I, I look around for the sword. Um, it, it's lying next to your shield, wherever you have your shield. Okay. It's like right next to my bed. It's actually like the, the sword is in the scabbard and it's actually the scabbard is like kind of stuck through the straps of your shield. Nice. They're all kind of together. <laughs> um, I will. Oh boy. Stand by. Oops. Um, before I go back to sleep, I'm going to uh, spend some time to attune myself to both of those. Okay. And and you saw how the attunement works with the scabbard. Uh, looking at it now. 
Um, it basically, it's kind of, it, it was made to go with this sword. So it doesn't oh, okay. count as an attuned item as far as your limit. Okay. So it just, it's part of the sword. Yeah. Sort of. And as far as that goes, as far as that goes. Yeah. Okay. So, so you have the sword and the shield or two attuned items. So you can have another one, which I think you, you, you have the gauntlets, right? I do have the gauntlets. Yeah. Is that, so that would, I'm looking now. Is that um, as far as attuned stuff? Do, 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 do the shield, the gauntlets, and now the sword. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then the the wand of magic missiles and the boots of elven kind. I don't aren't attuned. Right. Okay. Cool. So yeah, you can basically have all four <clears throat> of those attuned. Cool. Okay. So I will. Yeah, I'll familiar familiarize myself with with the sword and the scabbard and and attune myself to those before I go to bed. Cool. Wow. Yeah, and you kind of when you when you take the sword, you get the same feeling that you got the first time you got the shield where it it feels very familiar to you. Mm. Like, you know, people talk about like martial artists talk about like meditating with their weapons until they feel like they're a part of you and and that's how this sword feels like immediately. And and that's how the shield feels too, like like they're a part of you. Oh, wow. Okay. The scabbard not not really. Um but but yeah, those two do. But it's homemade, man. That's right. And your mom made it. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of left I, I, I left the okay. descriptions a little vague so you could kind of fill in the blanks how, how you want. But I feel sketches coming on. Yeah, I did I did have a much more ornate idea for how the sword looked, but I finally decided it wasn't practical. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. You, you being able to draw, you might be able to draw it and be like, yeah, that would never work. Or <laughs> yeah, my original idea was that the whole hilt looked like a, like a, a female angel. And so the cross guard was like her wings. And then the blade oh. was like coming out of her hands and like her legs were like the, the handle. But I don't know if that would really work real well. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally just went with the wings. But. There you go. <laughs> Maybe a simplified version of that might work. Yeah. But but again, I, I kind of left it vague so that you can take license with it if you want to get more nitty gritty into what these things look like. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so so you get those two magic items and you also get the new, your new Asimar abilities. My flight path. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. so your flight is now 50 instead of 30, and you can get it back with a short rest. Fantastic. Instead of a long rest. Oh, I did have a question about the way it was written. Yeah. For, uh, uh, let me scroll down here. Where did I put it? Oh, I put it under feature. There we go. Um, so, so <coughs> I, I'm sorry, excuse me. Um, Starting a third level, when you can use your action to unleash, uh, causing blah, 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 your transformation lasts for one minute. During it, uh, you have a flight speed of 50, and once on each of your turns, uh, you can deal extra radiant damage. So uh, how does that work? Is that like once per turn I can use that, apply that to one of my hits, or is that once per short rest? Yeah, once per turn while that is going. I gotcha. Okay. So once you're transformed, um, every turn you can do that extra damage once with either a spell or an attack. I gotcha. Okay. 
And that's, okay. that's, I didn't change that. That's from the, the book. The only thing I changed was the speed and how often you can do it. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I probably should have reread that because I thought it was just a one-time deal. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're just saying that you can only do it once per turn. So if you like have two attacks, you only get the bonus once. But right, right. Oh, okay. yeah. Every oh, turn yeah. for a minute, you can do your I, level and radiant damage. I'm going to be using that more often. Man, the first time you hit a demon with that sword and divine smite and all that other stuff going on, it's going to be I'm insane. going to be so happy. <laughs> demon, not so much, but. Yeah, the demons won't like it very much, but. And yeah, I mean, you probably figured it out, but your sword's kind of a watered down Holy Avenger. Ah, okay. So, so it, it will, as you level, it will, it will grow just like your shield does. Okay. And oh, and the I think it's called Sentinel property it has. Yeah. Uh feel free to remind me about that cuz I tend to forget about stuff like that. So feel free to be like, "Hey Lex, is my sword glowing right now?" <laughs> <laughs> By the way, cuz it's kind of like Sting, but it glows when there's undead or fiends around. Oh, okay. So you know how Sting would glow when there's orcs around? When there are orcs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So within 120 feet. Yeah. So it's not going to be terribly useful as far as knowing that they're nearby, but it, it could be useful. Like if you're not sure if something's a fiend or not, you know? Right. Um, and, and okay. that range is something that could increase with time too. Mm, okay. I don't think it would break the game if that had a longer range. <laughs> wow. Sweet. Hopefully it's not too, too much stuff to manage. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. We'll see how we'll see how it plays, but I don't think it does. I don't think it would. And then, yeah, I, I redid your shield, just adding in the stuff we talked about where it gives the bonus to armor class when you do the protection fighting style right. thing. So I just made that okay. part of the shield. So <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll, add the the sword and scabbard to my sheet and then re-upload it but i i did already um add the shield as as we talked about cool. i added that and then uploaded that i had to because there's so much content i had to actually move it over to one of the notes <laughs> note sections <laughs> so so i just made a little note look over here um but it's all in there now cool nice well that that's pretty much what i what i had I think that's a shit ton of information. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you're probably going to get most of the information just because you serve the God of knowledge. So knowledge. I think it makes sense that <laughs> that would be the God that's the most open with sharing information. <laughs> right. um, like Dianara is very kind of alien. <laughs> she's very aloof and she's still very much Faye and she's very, wild and she's not one to sit and explain stuff to people. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't decided what I'm going to do with uh, Craig and Phoebe tomorrow, but I, I know they're not going to get all the information that you got because I just don't, they're, they're probably going to get really cryptic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work well. And then, yeah, we've got, let's see. Um, Danielle follows Baros, the, the ale god. Right. So I, yeah, he's kind of a mystery to me too. And and then, <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. I'll, and Ganj. Yeah, and Ganj. 
I, I see Ganj as the kind of God that's like just shows up at that clutch moment to give you that one thing you really <laughs> need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then he's out. Just <laughs> like watching from the sidelines, chilling. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you're going to need that. Yeah. See ya. And then, and then, yeah, Manny follows uh, Baros, the god of like art and music and stuff. So, ah, okay, she hasn't brought that up. Manny hasn't brought that up. Yeah, so I haven't heard. Yeah, so so these vignettes, I mean, you can probably tell are are very much um, kind of keyed to the gods. Yeah, and yeah. so when scheduling them, I've focused on the people that have exhibited interest in that. Um, so like like Wall is by far the most devout of the characters. Like he's always praying and giving thanks and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then there's Bryn and Quincy. They're they're kind of next. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then yeah, the others haven't really, really done much with with that. So, so we'll kind of no. see see where that goes. Marcos, or is it Marco or Marcos? I, you know, I'm not sure. I feel like I sometimes keep going back and forth. I, I feel like sometimes I feel like he says it both ways. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in here now. Oh, it's Marcos according to the PDF. Yeah, I'm just not sure how he pronounces it if he says the S or not. Oh, okay. Because um, it, it seems like sometimes he says Marco and then sometimes he says Marcos. I, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> we do that too. We've done that a couple of times to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems pretty. Uh, pretty openly devoted to yeah to that's Gange true too, so that's true i wasn't thinking of him because he just joined but yeah 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 and i i need to get together with him anyway because he's missed like two sessions now yeah so I need to catch him rough. up yeah all right hmm i don't have any questions or anything cool that's awesome i'm learning to take better notes too <laughs> well so, okay Aside from the doodling. Yeah. So hopefully that answered some questions in addition to raising a bunch more, I'm sure. Oh, it raised a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of put put a few things together. And um, yeah, tied, tied in some details that I was wondering about and just confirmed those about the adventures and such. Um, and, and I think Wall would know this. There's still a lot that you, you're, you don't really know. Like yeah. specifics. Um, but mm. yeah. Okay. I'm trying to stay on the down low right now. <laughs> right. Powerful forces at work. And you guys are only fifth level. Oh, sixth level. Sixth level now. <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can still, we're still kind of squishy. Okay. So yeah, kind of, I, I guess kind of the gist you got from what she told you is, um, they want you to deal with these demons and they want you to deal with the village and they're kind of right. like, don't worry about Alondria right now, but the time will oh. come, you know, that's so definitely sure. on, on your plate just for later. Right. Well, <laughs> it, it sounds like helping Dianar's rest will help Alondria. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I wonder if there's a way we can, can, uh, we have to find a way to spearhead getting, Alondria connected to Dianara's rest. Yeah. Um, I think Ruinda said something about um, speaking with magicians to start teleport teleportation circles. But yeah, yeah. Once you guys, yeah, once you guys secure the area, they want to send someone to live there that can do the teleportation circle every day. Um, okay, for the year to establish one. 
And then in okay. the meantime, they can teleport people back and forth. Right. You know? Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So that, that means we have to have, uh, so Dianar's rest has to be stable and, and secured first. Yeah. So the tree, as, as I understand it, you don't have to say anything. I'm musing. Okay. Or I'm, I'm, I'm positing. <laughs> um, as, as I understand it, the tree, we sought the tree to replace the magic that the witch, what was her name? Um, Ezra and the Mad. Um, the, the magic that she was using to protect the village from the port or from the, the rifts that were opening up. But it's not because uh, Captain of the Guard, uh, Garson, was saying that they were still being attacked by demons, attacked by, uh, or threatened by Petunia. Um, so all of the physical things, it's not protecting them from. So, so dealing with the witch is only part of the problem, as I understand it. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for them to, to put a, uh, a teleportation circle in, I mean, it's a big risk to the city. Yeah. So, so they want to be sure it's secure as secure as it can be. Right. Of course, now we have madcaps. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, now that we've drawn the Fae in and the queen. Oh my gosh. That's right. Uh, Titania. Yeah. There's kind of a lot going on right now. <laughs> so we, we might be out here for a little while. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it'll come together. Well, and you know, not not necessarily all of that is up to you guys to fix, but you know. True. True. Yeah, I'm hoping um hoping we can facilitate or or maybe even without us the mayors can can be able to lay claim to to the land. Well, Wall spent a lot of time at court, so I think he would know or or be able to figure out that um, you know, once you guys establish that, you know, this place is fairly secure, you know, the guild will, will devote resources to further fortifying it. And because being able to start moving people here would be a huge thing for the city. And, right. And, and, you know, that that's like number one thing on the queen's mind. So, you know, okay. They they probably put a stone wall around the village and you know right <laughs> all that good stuff so. <laughs> exactly um, that's something that that Wall wants to do on his down when we start doing downtime again yeah um, he's gonna learn he wants to learn a trade from one of the one of the villagers either um, either masonry or um, you know, a, a woodcraft not woodcrafting but like building things. Architecture, not Car architecture. carpentry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank so you. You, you could definitely learn carpentry. Um, as far as the masonry, you probably have to wait until Alondria sent masons because I doubt there are any masons uh, at the village. Okay. But okay. that would be, I mean, I mean, basically, you guys just have to de demonstrate that this place is safe from the rifts, which supposedly that's what this tree does. So, okay. so once that's the case, then then they will probably take over as far as establishing transportation and, and boosting their defenses and stuff like that. Okay. So we have to find out how to, how to prove it, I guess. 
prove to them that this is working. Yeah. Unless we can get somebody out here to to verify it. Yeah, that's probably what they would do is they would send some kind of wizard or something that could test it or whatever. Okay. Okay. So I guess you guys just might want to make sure yourself somehow that <laughs> that the tree's big enough that it's doing its thing now, you know. Right. I bet even you'd um you'd said that there was a uh a like a, a like a, not a not a mental difference but there's a you can feel the change yeah, um, yeah. as you're under it so maybe walking the perimeter to see how far it's growing yeah um, might be a good start yeah okay or or it might be something even the dryad could tell you maybe oh yeah okay very so, good yeah sweet cool but yeah my cool. my um and I think Wall would probably know this or guess it is that, I mean, at some point they're going to recall you to the city to induct you into the guild, if nothing else, because, because you guys oh, have okay. earned membership at this point. So, okay. Of course there's a ceremony and all that. So <laughs> they got to bring it okay. back for that. So he'll have his, he'll have his hood ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for episode 234 of Game Master's Journey. If you'd like to get a hold of me, there are a lot of great ways you can do so. You can email me at gamemastersjourney at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker, and you can call my voicemail 951-GMJLEX1. That's 951-465-5391. If you have comments, questions, or feedback for the show, I would love to hear from you. You can find the show notes for this and all the episodes at starwalkerstudios.com slash Game Master's Journey, as well as links to connect with the Game Master's Journey community where you can share ideas with other listener GMs. If you enjoy the show and you'd like to support Game Master's Journey, you can find all the ways to do so at starwalkerstudios.com slash support. I've even got some options that won't cost you any money. However, the best way that you can support the show and my other RPG endeavors is to check out my self-published D&D supplements, the latest of which is Relics of Power, which introduces a new type of magic item into the game that scale in power with the power of their PC wielder. Finally, another great way to support the show and to show off your support to your friends and community is to get yourself a Game Master's Journey t-shirt. However you decide to support the show, I really, really appreciate it. I hope that you have a chance to play your favorite RPG this week. I hope you have a chance to run your favorite RPG. I'll be back soon with another episode of Game Master's Journey. Until then, game on. This has been a Starwalker Studios production, your source for quality gaming and hobby podcasts. This episode's music, courtesy of Cloudwalker, Transboy, Renfield, Stanko, and Ish. See the show notes for more details at starwalkerstudios.com slash Game Master's Journey.